Many people all over the world attend churches and even hear scriptures read, but they fail to do the scriptures. And they think they're strong in the Lord because they attend church and they hear scripture. They don't realize until the trials of this life come that they are building on something that will not stand. For they are hearing the word, but not doing the word. Somehow from the beginning of the time I was born again in 1975, God got my attention directed to finding scripture and doing scripture. Looking for those scriptures where I could do the scripture, where there was something to do in the scripture. If you're going to build your house on the word of God, it has to do with doing the word of God. If you were trying to build a physical house and you just stood there and looked at it and didn't put a board up, that would be silly. No one would build a house like that. I met a man one time who was not a, a believer. Well, he maybe he was more of a believer than many people because what he told me is this. I never read the Bible because if I read the Bible, I would have to do it. He understood. The power of God is in doing the word of God. Jesus says in Matthew 7, start at verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him to a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. For the past 40 years, there are certain scriptures that have been fundamental in my life to leading me. I'll share some of these scriptures with you. I have built my house on these scriptures. And every time something surfaced to try to take me another way, I resisted it and said, no, this is not the way to go. Romans chapter 13, verse 8. Owe no man anything. Immediately upon being born again, I saw that scripture. And I made a decision to get out of debt and stay out of debt. And that guided me for the next 40 plus years. Every time an opportunity was there, but it was going to cause me to go in debt, I remembered this scripture. Owe no man anything. There's also a scripture in Deuteronomy 28, which says thou shalt not borrow. 
because it's going to make you the tail. And God is going to have us be the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. It violates the direction that God has set for us in ruling over the ways of this world. To build your house on the word of God, you take these scriptures and you say, this is what I'm going to do. And you keep that scripture in front of you day and night. And when you're tempted to violate that scripture, you turn to God and ask him to help you. Overcoming through the scriptures. And Jesus says if we overcome, he will not blot our name out of the book of life. That's Revelation chapter 3 verse 5. Looking at Deuteronomy 28, that was a very important scripture for me when I was born again. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. If we hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. He speaks to us by the Holy Spirit to show us what to do in the situations pertaining to this present life. And very often he will give us a scripture, call a scripture to our mind to show us what to do. Or we will see one in the Bible and it kind of jumps out at us. Take that scripture and live by it for the rest of your life doing it. Again, Deuteronomy 28. We'll read several verses here. And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself, as he hath sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain, unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the works of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head, and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath, if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. So as we read the Bible, especially the New Testament, although there are many promises in the Old Testament which are valid for us also today, but as we read the Bible and take scriptures and do those scriptures and continue to do those scriptures, that word lives in us and rises up to guide our path as we walk on this earth, and to keep us 
from going in the destruction of this present world. We build our house on the Word of God. Every time we see a scripture and think about that scripture and do that scripture, we set the foundation for our future. Other scriptures which I learned to live by as a new Christian, which will benefit you greatly if you do these scriptures. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. A parallel verse to this is in Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Several years ago, there was a Catholic woman that would often come and visit with me, and she would tell me all of these sayings from the world. And when she would tell me one of the sayings from the world, I would say to her, Now, I want to build my life on the Word of God. And that saying that you have given is not in the Bible. I want to build my life on that Word of God which comes from the Bible. And she would stop talking. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That big tree standing there by the rivers of water gets its nourishment constantly from that river of water. And for us, the river of water is that word of God that nourishes us constantly, that we meditate upon and do. And he shall be like a tree. Not easy to blow a tree down. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. James 1. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. One thing that I saw very early in the time I was a Christian was that I had to have wisdom from God to read the Bible, to understand the Bible. I took an NASB Bible at that time, and I wrote at the top of every chapter, Remember to Pray for Wisdom. And when I started reading the Bible, I would start praying and asking God to give me wisdom about the scriptures. But in every part of our life, 
Asking for wisdom is critical. Secular things, when we don't know what to do, we ask God for wisdom. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. One day I was getting ready to go to the grocery store, and I went out to my garage and got in my car, and I turned the key, and there was not one sound from the motor. It was totally dead. I cried out to God, what am I to do about this? And I heard, call your mechanic immediately. It was almost closing time. I basically ran into the house, called the mechanic. He was just getting ready to leave. And I told him what had happened, and I said, could you bring me a new battery? And he said, yes. He said, I was just getting ready to leave, but I'll bring it by your house and install it for you as I'm heading to my house. It was also a Friday, so I wouldn't have been able to get him probably until Monday. What am I going to do with a dead car sitting there? See, God helps us in ways like that. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. God will give you that wisdom. That's a guarantee. An absolutely critical scripture to live by is Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be careful for nothing But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Almost daily, I will see that scripture when I look at the scriptures that I have collected on my meditation list. I'll see that scripture and I'll just stop dead in my tracks and say, All right, now let's evaluate this. Is there anything at all that concerns me? Is there anything that I'm troubled about? Is there anything that I'm concerned about tomorrow? Is there any kind of appointment I have that I'm a little fearful of? I just go over my life almost daily on this scripture. And if I'm reminded of anything that's of concern to me, I do what this scripture says. In everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Stop and pray. Share with God what you would like him to do for you in this thing that's troubling you. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. It has to be a constant way of life daily for us to be able to live in peace on this earth. Be careful for nothing but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And then the promise of verse 7 is, and the peace of God which passeth all understanding will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. If we do this, the peace of God will keep our hearts and minds. 1 Timothy 
Chapter 4, verse 13. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. There are some times that I'll have maybe 20 minutes before it's time to go to bed. Oftentimes, I will pray and ask God to fill that time, and he will remind me of something either on the blog, on the podcast that's in writing, in a Bible, and I will read it. And before I know it, that time is gone. Give attendance to reading spiritual things, to exhortations, that's to advice and warnings, and to doctrine. Hebrews chapter 3 But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Exhort one another daily. Often I will hear, have thoughts come to my mind that say, Oh, you talk too much to them about these problems. I know that's a devil trying to get me to go the way opposite to this scripture Because the scripture says to exhort one another daily, to urge earnestly by advice and warning, daily. And in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, we read, exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. As you see the day of the Lord approaching and the wickedness increasing, exhort one another even more. These two scriptures have been very important to me, Hebrews 3 and Hebrews 10. Ephesians 4, verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Now make no mistake, there are times to warn the church, and that is edifying to the church for its protection. For by the foolishness of preaching, God chose to save them that were being saved. We have to fight very strongly in order to bring correction and to edify the church through warning them. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. God says, Have not I commanded thee? This I use a great deal of the time when a devil is saying to me something like, Oh, that's no good. That writing's no good. Or that's no good. You do that too much. Is it God who commanded me and put me in this situation where I exhort the church? Yes. Is it God who showed me what to write today? Yes, it is. Very often, I'm praying in the mornings for God to show me if there's anything to write or record. Often, I don't have anything, and I'll lie down for a few minutes. I wake up with something that is just like it's so powerful and on fire, some scripture, some warning, and I get up and record it or write it. So, Evaluate yourself. Did God really show me to do this? Or is this just some idea of myself? 
Did I pray and ask God if this is something I should do? Is he the one who showed me to do it? This is very faith-building. It's an anchor for our soul to keep this. Is it God who, who told me to do this? Evaluate it. Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Our righteousness is of God, because he's the one who told us to do this thing. Romans 12, verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. As Christians, our job is to go in the way of God. Our job is to agree with God. It's not to agree with this world and the people of this world. It's to agree with God. So what does he say about divorce, remarriage? What does he say about homosexuals, lesbians? What does he say about these subjects that the world discusses? If you listen to the world long enough, it can get to sounding right. It's exactly opposite to the way of God. So Paul warns us, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now if you will notice these scriptures I've shared with you so far, in each one of these scriptures, there are things for us to do and to keep doing. Now I'll present a section of scripture which if we keep this before us day and night, it can strengthen us in understanding what the Holy Spirit does. And by understanding what the Holy Spirit does, we can recognize when the Holy Spirit is speaking to us and therefore we know the will of God when we know what the Holy Spirit says for the Holy Spirit searches the heart of God to reveal the will of God to us so we can know the way of God. John 14, verse 26, Jesus says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. I found that he teaches me all things about secular as well as spiritual. Well, I gave you the, the illustration a minute ago of the battery that was dead in my car. What do I do about this? And it was like, quickly call your mechanic. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things whatsoever I have said unto you. All of the scriptures, he reminds us of those scriptures when we are in a situation of this life so that we can be comforted 
and go forward in the way of God. I had a very um, fearful type thing happen recently. I'm 83 years old. I live in the home of Pam Paget. I can't walk. I can use the walker just a little bit. So I'm, to a certain degree, physically helpless. Pam brings me my food and helps in many, many ways. One of the things she had been doing every night at 9.30 was bringing me, uh, coming down and giving me uh, the sleeping pill that I take every night. One night she didn't show up. I had so many fearful thoughts come. She lives upstairs. What if she's fallen on the stairs? What if she's lying there helpless? And I can't get upstairs to check on her. And I wouldn't be able to reach her on a phone or uh, by email even. What if she's lying there helpless? Who's going to help with these dogs? We have. She has two dogs and two cats, and I have one cat. We have five animals, which we have to feed and take care of. What if she has to go to the hospital? What am I going to do? I can't take care of these animals and myself. All these fearful thoughts. I turned to God and I said, help me. Instantly by the Holy Spirit, I heard, my God shall supply all your need. Philippians 4.19 And I relaxed. It was like the weight of the world lifting off my shoulders. It was almost like I felt a pressure on my shoulder lifting. That's what Scripture does when we believe it. That's what the Holy Spirit, when we believe what he said to us, the weight of the world lifts off of us as we believe that word brought to us. John 16, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. Take that first step, just the first step. God once said to me, One step at a time, one step at a time, it is enough. Take the first step, and then he may show you another step to take. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, of his own ideas, but whatsoever he shall hear from God, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. How does a spirit speak to you? He brings you ideas. Thoughts come into your mind to show you what to do. In December 2018, I fell at my house in Texas. I was lying on the floor with a broken hip and a broken hand, and I basically couldn't move. I was at least five or six feet away from my bedroom where the telephone was. I tried to roll on the side of my body, which was not broken. But it was excruciatingly painful to do even that. And I tried to inch my way toward the telephone. And it was terrible to try to even move one inch. And I heard, you can do this. 
And by that, I had faith that I could get to that telephone, and I did, to call for help. That's a work of the Holy Spirit. When we are in a point of need and we can't go on, he rises up to give us something to encourage us, to show us, so that we can get what we need. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 tells us a great deal about the working of the Holy Spirit. Verse 9. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. As we read scriptures like this about the Holy Spirit, we have faith when he speaks to us, that this is the Holy Spirit showing us the will of God. All of these scriptures which I have spoken to to you of today are foundations upon which I built my life. And there are many other scriptures which I added as the various trials of life came and I heard from God by his Spirit. As long as we live on this earth, God brings us the word to show us what to do and to encourage us in his way as we live on this earth. We never arrive. As long as we live on this earth, troubles are there, but God has the solution to the trouble. And we rejoice in God. And we have strength in God by looking at these scriptures and thinking on them, meditating on them. And we are built up in the faith that way also as we do the scriptures. Faith without works is dead. So if you say you have faith but you don't do the commandments of God, you deceive yourself. Because James says, as the body without the spirit is dead. A body can lie there, and if the spirit is gone, it's dead. Faith without works is dead. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You can't have faith until you hear the word of God. And you can only, I mean, you can't have faith and just faith in yourself. That won't work. It's faith in what God has told me. Faith in God, not in myself. And oftentimes, we build our faith in God 
by looking at those scriptures day and night and doing those scriptures. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.